0: One, two, three, four.
2: Recorded live.
0: Turn it up, Tom. Bring it up a little.
1: Um. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is the Iceman, Jared Deidre, and I am the advocate for WCW wrestling debate. Welcome to another great show for Wednesday, October the eighteenth, twenty seventeen. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three nine nine two five pound. And you can join us right now, at least. And
0: joining JD's join client is the next big thing himself. Me. <laughs>
1: Yes. At least tonight, that is correct, John. You're right. It is the next big thing tonight. Filling in for King and to who hopefully we will have on the line shortly with us as well, is the next big thing right now. From Front Row, Virginia, my tag team partner from Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, however, But, of course, let's call him the beast incarnate right now for tonight, at least for the time being, at least for the moment. And that is John Gross. John, how are you tonight?
0: Good. Good, good.
1: Well, as we start the show tonight, we have got a lot to dive into, so let's begin. Last night, we saw in Seattle, Washington, the Maharaja of Madness, the Meatball of India, if you will, Jinder Mahal, throw out a challenge to the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar, if you will, for Survivor Series. Brock, we understand, along with Paul Heyman, have not answered yet, however, but I'm sure they'll answer it in the next few days. They will be at Raw this coming Monday in Green Bay, Wisconsin, I'm sure, to hear what happened on SmackDown last night in Seattle, John? We've talked about it the last couple weeks, however, and we started talking a little bit about it last night as well, a little bit on Revolution. Is Jinder Mahal crazy going up against the uh, Beast Incarnate? I mean, seriously, this guy must have a death wish going in against Brock Lesnar in
0: Survivor Series. Ha <laughs> Yes, yeah, seriously, he's 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 out there somewhere. I don't know where his head is when he's when he decided to make a open challenge to Brock. I mean, yeah, he won the WWE championship in May. That was crazy. But I think Jinder Mahal challenging Brock Lesnar is even more crazy. I mean, has Jinder realized that he's signed his own death certificate for Survivor Series? Oh, I
1: I think so. I would think so. I mean, here's a guy. I mean, yes. We all bitch and gripe and piss and moan and complain he doesn't do a full-time schedule. Okay, we get that, yes. But at the same time, when he's not uh, wrestling full-time and he's doing only part-time, he goes in there, kicks ass with the best of them, and leaves, however, without even a smile or anything like that. I mean, yeah, maybe he'll smile once in a while, but seriously, this is a guy who just really brings the pain. And Jinder Mahal is going to be finding himself in a world of pain in three weeks, however, in Houston when he goes up against the Beast Incarnate.
0: If I was Jinder right now, J.D., I'd consider watching
1: all Brock Lesnar tapes. Oh, I would too. I mean, I would definitely do that. I mean, to get an advance, yes. Oh, I would agree. Because if he thinks, along with his boys, the Singers are going to take Brock down a peg or at least take him all the way down and to his level, good luck. Good luck. Yep. That's all I can tell you. Uh, think again. Yeah, think again, right. Speaking of last night, some other things coming out of last night's show in Seattle, however, included, however, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura against the team of Sami Zane and Kevin Owens. And this was a pretty good match. I got to watch a little bit of this earlier this afternoon. It was one of the better matches of the evening. But the big news, obviously, Daniel Bryan said that Shane O'Mac will be returning next week in Milwaukee. And I imagine he is coming out for redemption against uh, Mr. Owens and Mr. Sami Zayn. Your thoughts about this one? But the big
0: question is, will he bring in one of his family members? Mm,
1: I don't think so. I think right now, I think the plan is, at least I mentioned it before, there has been talk about... uh, Shane and AJ teaming up against KO and Sammy at Survivor series. I mean, it still could happen, like you said. I mean there could be a family member involved, especially after what down went down with Vincent, and uh, Kevin Owens. But I think after what happened with Shane a few weeks ago in Detroit, however, I think uh maybe his mind's starting to clear out a little bit. Maybe he's uh still locked a little bit. Well, well, I don't know if AJ's gonna uh, help Shane against KO and
0: Sammy Zane because if you'll remember he and his own agenda last night when he interrupted Cinder
1: oh, yes. Mahal. Oh yes, Cinder Mahal. That's correct. Yes, yes, yes. I did. I did not think about that. But what if now? Okay, now what if? Let's play Russian Rush roulette here in this case. How? What if we could see maybe? I mean, every year it seems like there's always a survivor situation. What if you see this team happen? If Sammy, or no, excuse me. If uh, Shane and AJ don't uh, team up against and face Sammy and KO, what if you put this as a foursome? Okay, you put Shane. You put AJ, you put Randy, you put Nakamura, and here's the other team: Rusev, Sammy, um, KO, and uh, possibly Jinder. You know, make that a four-on-four situation. Maybe pull tell Jinder to pull double duty here, or get someone else to come in, and maybe a six-person tag or an eight-person tag. Maybe it's a, a possibly Survivor Tag. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. one, of, one of the things we did talk about, want to mention is obviously the women's title situation continues to heat up over on uh, Raw. We know that Asuka's coming in this week, of course. Alexa Bliss will be facing Mickey James. I mean, we're going to beat a dead horse here like we've done so many times. However, I mean, I mean, right now we know that Asuka is going to make some uh, big impact. We do know that. That is coming up on Sunday night in Minneapolis. That is a definite. But the question remains, however, how much of an impact will she make? We'll have to wait and see. On SmackDown, the women's roster, however, the women's title thing is getting a little well interesting. But right now, we still haven't seen Carmel and the nerd James Ellsworth, however, make an impact. Although there is still talk about that. We know Natty is still Yes, we've uh, seen Natty still holding on to that title. Charlotte, I know wants a piece of that gold again. I know she wants that right back around her waist. However. Give us the four one one on what's going on in the women's division as far as
0: SmackDown goes. As far as the Raw division goes, as far as I'm concerned with the Raw division, I say after Oscar beats Emma, yeah. she's gonna make make her claim to challenge for the women's title.
1: Oh, no question. I would. Agree. Need be
0: either being against Alexa Bliss or Mickey James.
1: Mhm, mhm. Because
0: Oscar and Mickey squared off before, if you recall,
1: last year. In Toronto, if that's right. Yes. And join us online. Yes. we got a caller on the line right now from Southeast Texas. Let's uh, go to that caller right now. Caller from Southeast Texas. You're on the line. Hello, Southeast Texas.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Hello, gentlemen. I'm just, just listening
1: in. Uh, we have your name and uh, you have a question or comment, possibly.
3: No questions, no comment, and the name is Todd Morse.
1: Todd, welcome to the show. This is uh, uh, the Wrestling Debate. Uh, I am the Iceman Man, Jerry in Pittsburgh, and with me is my Raw Radio sidekick, uh, John Gross from Front Royal, Virginia. We are very well uh, appreciative that you've called in tonight. Uh, uh, would you like to uh, be care to ask us a question, or do you have a comment? Perhaps we'll uh, take it under advisement.
3: No, just listening in at the moment. I'll probably chime in on on one of your future topics if that's
1: okay okay uh well have you ever, ever uh just out of curiosity have you heard of our show before any of our shows after that matter on, on wait a minute he yeah. i think
0: we used to know
1: him right i don't believe so uh have you ever yes, called yeah,
3: yes yes you... yes yeah, yes that's true
1: oh it is okay uh well uh, maybe you could fill us in uh perhaps uh whereabouts in southeast texas are you just out of curiosity.
3: Uh, just here near the Houston area,
1: yes. Okay, well, we have a couple friends of ours that are from the Houston area, our friends, uh, Troy and Pam, uh, known as the Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal, who come on our other shows. I don't know if you've listened to our other shows, like Wrestling Debate, besides this one, we've also had other shows, like, uh, Wrestling Revolution, we also have, uh, like I said, other shows, including Raw Radio on Mondays, uh, Attitude Radio, among others, however, so, uh. We are very appreciative that you have called in. Like I said, if you have a question or comment, we'll be glad to uh, answer any of those uh, for you. Uh, We were talking about the women's division. If you would like to share uh, your thoughts about what's going on right now in that whole women's division and also the whole thing involving Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal, if you'd like to care uh, to make a comment or two.
3: Oh, well, I'll listen to you all uh, give some commentary and and chime in. I'm I'm a little new to the uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, Jinder Mahal,
1: um, yes. Well, that, that that announcement came last night, as uh, I mentioned at the start of this tonight's show. Uh,
0: Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. last
1: night did throw out a challenge to Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. for the Survivor Series. We understand that will be taking place in your neck of the uh, Lone Star State there next month, however, in Houston, and of course, oh yes. right Boston. here in Houston. Yes, and Brock will be, uh, like I said, at Raw this coming Monday with his advocate Paul Heyman to answer him. Also, I understand down there in Houston, and John and I will discuss this and maybe this too. Uh, that next month, however, uh, besides the Survivor Series Raw and SmackDown that will be in Houston, we understand that NXT TakeOver will be down there at the Toyota Center, and they will be having a special edition of the War Games. And, uh, that will be a very yes, interesting yes. event, hour and I understand that tickets are still flying off the shelf down there in Houston.
3: Hey, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, War Games is, is definitely going to be uh, one to watch.
1: Yes. Well, you got three very good teams. I mean, you've got the Authors of Pain, Ackerman Rezar with Roderick Strong, Precious Paul Ellering. You've got uh, uh, Sanity of Alexander Wolf, Killian Dane, and Sawyer Fulton with Nikki Cross. And, of course, you've got uh, Bobby Fish, Adam uh, Cole, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly the ROH duo, which will be involved in the War Games. Also, we will have a big Fatal 4-Way involving Ember Moon, Kari Sane, among others, however, to decide who will be the new NXT Women's Champion now that Asuka is making her way to the roster. I must ask you, what is your take on Asuka making her main roster debut this Sunday?
3: Oh, I think it's going to be great. Uh, She'll be making her in-ring debut, I believe, at, at the TLC. Yes, you bet. This Sunday, that's right. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard a lot of uh, great things about her, and I'm very interested in seeing what she's going to bring to the uh, women's division. Who's been stepping it up?
1: Yes, uh, exactly, exactly. And uh, we also know that uh, we've got some other interesting matches going on. Uh, talking about one division that right now, John and I have discussed on all of our shows, including with our colleagues. King, NWO, George Smith, the Black Little Michelle Nandos, Mr. chat inside, and the other rest of the panel, uh, too t- uh, tough to handle, excuse me, uh, is the cruiserweight division involving Enzo and Kalisto. Uh, John and I have had a lengthy discussion about this along with the rest of our colleagues. What is your take on the cruiserweight division involving Enzo and Amore in the way uh, Mr. Neville uh, was given his release and the way things went down between Enzo, Neville, and Kalisto?
3: Well, I know that there's some, you know, there's this whole big backstage heat incident going on with Enzo, and he's kind of being tossed here and there. Uh, I'm a little excited, I guess, to see his his hill turn. Glad to see uh, Kalisco finally with the Cruiserweight title. You know, maybe he'll bring or restore some honor uh, back
1: into the Cruiserweight division. I think really? I think it's getting ratings, and at the end of the day, that's that's what matters most. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, well, some of us would agree to disagree on that. I, I Personally, in my opinion, John and I have had a lengthy discussion on this. I think right now, Enzo is just burying the division, in my opinion. I think the way he won the title off Neville was absolutely ridiculous at uh, no mercy. I think uh, the way Neville walked out of the company and the way he handled it, however, I mean, I can't say I blame him. I mean, he had every reason to be angry. Mm-hmm. They said he's been very unhappy for some time, however. So I mean, that's what I think. Um, one thing I wait a minute, wait a minute. Neville walked out of the company like did, legitimately. Yes, you, you, well, I'll tell you the story. Uh, yes, it happened earlier this week. Uh, Neville last week, of course, uh, after Hell in a Cell. Uh, what, mm-hmm. Last week, I'm, I'm right about last mm-hmm. Monday, right, John? Yes. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, right after Hell in a Cell in Indianapolis, walked out and said how he was absolutely appalled. That he was not part of the uh, main of ev- uh, main event scene with Enzo and uh, him in a lumberjack match, and that's why Kalisto won the title. And he said he was absolutely disgusted. He was uh, ashamed that Enzo would just absolutely degrade the cruiserweights the way they were, how in the way he's been talking smack about them. And then I guess uh, as of yesterday, he uh, fully got his one hundred percent release from the company. So he is gone. And another. Oh, cruiser- I
3: think, yeah, I think Neville's just being a big crybaby. I mean. There's no there's no secret since the launch of two oh five live. Yeah. That the cruiserweights have been struggling. Um uh, mm-hmm. the division has been struggling to be the interesting division, I'm sure that uh you know, Triple H and others had uh hoped that it would be. It's been right. struggling.
0: Yeah. Enzo
3: I can see him being angry about Enzo. Enzo is a disrespectful POS yeah, uh, you know
1: he,
3: oh, yeah. he didn't deserve the title, but at the end of the day, the fans love Enzo. Enzo brings ratings, and two hundred five needs ratings. So I think you know he should have looked at it more from a business standpoint rather than taking it personal. But hey, you know who
1: yeah. who am
3: I to judge?
1: Right. We I, I respect your opinion. That's understandable. Another uh, superstar that kind of right now, as of now, how who is taking a leave of absence? Obviously and who was not on Raw this week, obviously, and there was talk that she might be getting her release, uh, even though she has not asked for it yet. Uh, what's that, John? Uh, uh, Never mind. I was talking to someone. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh, it's Nia Jax. Nia Jax recently said how she was absolutely uh, embarrassed the way things have been handled, and she's taking some time off right now, but uh, as of yesterday, there was talk that she might have asked for her release, too, from the company. Unfortunately, she's not done it right now, but she is very unhappy with the way things are going on uh, right now in the WWE as well. So she's another superstar that's actually uh, voiced her, uh, let's just say, uh, anger, if you will. She's been very disappointed with the way things have been handled so far, mind you, however. Yeah. It's been very embarrassing, you know?
3: Oh, I can understand where she's coming from. But then again, I think she's being a bit of a crybaby as well. There's no there's no doubt about it that Nia is, is very talented. She should have been pushed long ago. Um, it seems like they've been struggling to come up with, you know, a solid angle for her. I was really interested in them turning her face. She was getting, you know, starting to get pops from the crowd. So I saw that as a positive sign, but it is it is sad to hear that uh, she may be considering
1: walking out, possibly. Totally. Mm-hmm. So- and uh, we have another caller on the line with us, and it's our good friend Roddy K. Roddy K, uh, welcome to uh, Episode 72. you uh, got John, mm-hmm. myself, and our uh, friend here from mm-hmm. Southeast Texas. How are you tonight?
2: I'm doing good. Yeah, I was listening on the uh, IHAP. I'm a big fan. And uh, Yeah, you go, you'll go ahead there. I don't have anything to contribute to now while I'm traveling down the highway. But, uh, yeah, you'll go ahead and keep the discussion moving there.
1: No problem. I'm sure you've heard some of the discussions we already tossed out involving uh, the whole thing with Enzo and uh, Neville. Uh, I'm sure you've heard some of the scuttlebutt that's been going on lately. Uh, Maybe you could weigh in with uh, your thoughts, perhaps.
2: I just wondered,
1: what's the plan for Big Cass? Well, Big Cass apparently is still recovering from that uh, injury they suffered the night after SummerSlam, and he will be out at least until Probably next year, however, uh Jeff Hardy, of course, also a few weeks ago had surgery. He will be out until at least early next spring, however, uh, because of a torn labrum, however. So that puts them both on the back burner right now, however, at this point, and And uh, I don't know. Well, all
2: the only all the grip I have is, what's the purpose of Kane coming back? That's all I have. Yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead there. I, I really got to go back to work. Though. I'll be all
1: late. right, Roddy K., thanks for calling in, and then we'll definitely talk to you soon. All right, that was our friend Roddy K. And let's ask our uh, caller right now about Kane. And, <laughs> John, you can weigh in with this, too. Uh, we saw Kane return this past Monday after being off all this time. John, I'll start with you this time, Howard. I know you had a lot to say about this subject, However, on Monday night, however, on your uh, uh, video blog. Uh, please share with us your thoughts about the return of the Big Red Monster and what he brings to the table going into Sunday.
0: I've only said this once. I'm going to say this again. This goes all the way back from when Roman Reigns beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. This goes all the way back when Roman Reigns did defeat the Undertaker at WrestleMania and when, K- and the Miz telling Kane, Hey, do you want to have revenge on what Roman did to your brother? Because I'm going to bring you in as the fifth partner. If you help Ron beat Roman in the cage."
1: Right, right. And obviously we saw what happened, of course, this past Monday and, in- and it was a very good cage match up until that point. Up until what happened with Kane returning, it was one of the better cage matches we've seen in a while. But again, how I just like you said, you bring up a very good point, how of what Miz said to him, and now there's talk that Kane might be around for a little while. How it depends on how long they keep him around for this time. But like I said, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's ask our friend here in Texas, how his thoughts about uh, the big machine returning this past Monday.
3: Oh, I was actually happy to see. Uh... Kane uh, back in ring, I had been uh, wondering, you know, what he had been up to. Of course, I know that he's been running for uh, public office, uh, actually trying to get involved in politics, so that's why he's been away for so long, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: but I think it's a great time to bring him back, uh, especially since they are teasing the idea of, of a return for The Undertaker uh, at some point in the near future mm-hmm. So I think bringing came back and, and getting him in the mix with Roman Is a good way just to get Roman more heat uh, I think they're trying to build Roman up For his big uh, Match next year at Wrestlemania From what I've heard These mm-hmm. are just rumors Yeah, you know, That they're pushing for a big Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns uh, Rematch at Wrestlemania next year And they're going to let Roman uh, Go over Right. So you know, I think it's I think it's good, uh it's good for business. I mean it is you know, it's been done over and over again. But hell, you know, when it when it works, it works.
1: Right, right. That's exactly that I would agree. Uh one thing you talk about Roman, however, and I'll ask John this question next, however, We've seen Roman. It seems like in any city or town wherever he's at, he's not getting the best response. Obviously, there's already talk, early speculation, like you just mentioned, him facing Lesnar at uh, at WrestleMania. That is the plan, at least that's what they're saying right now. Could that change between now and April? I I would say I would imagine it could, but you never know. But like I said, if Roman wins the Rumble in Philadelphia this next year, which is where the Rumble is coming up in January, I just I cannot see him. Being liked again I mean it seems like the last few years However, They always go with what they feel Is the best plan And like I said a couple years ago we saw Roman not get a very good response In Philadelphia Obviously it's going to be even louder this time I'm sure even worse maybe this time Maybe if they decide to have Roman win the Rumble this year But right now if there's one or two superstars That should really be considered I wouldn't say underdogs But sort of like dark horses If Roman should not win the Rumble However who would you put as the overall winner? I'm not sure. Uh,
3: I've actually had my share of uh, Rumble surprises the last couple of years, so kind of shied away from guessing on who's going to win the Rumble. I mean, creative can change their mind at any given time. But, you know, <laughs> the, the simple logistics of the entire thing is that you know Roman Reigns is Triple H's guy and Brock Lesnar is Vince's guy and there's been this big squirmish you know well-known squirmish backstage you know Triple H wants to push his guy Vince wants to push his guy uh Vince got it his way the first time around and now Hunter's going to get it his way this time around mm-hmm. so okay. I think it, it it works it's 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 the direction that they're planning to go in, whether we approve of it or not.
1: Right, right, no question. I would agree, I would agree. One guy who I think, however, that should get a chance, and I hope he comes back, uh, I mean, seems like he's on his way back from injury, obviously, and hasn't really been doing much in the last line, I and mean, that's because he's hurt. But I think he's going to get a lot of more time when he gets on uh, back into the main roster, Samoa Joe. John, uh, your thoughts about who could be considered as a sleeper pick, maybe if Roman should not win the Rumble this year? If, you had Josh, if
0: Roman should not win the Rumble, it's got to be AJ. Yeah,
1: I could see that. I could definitely see that. That's not a bad pick. I was thinking either him or uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Roddy Kay, if you're still with us, however, uh, maybe you could blame your thoughts on this. Okay, apparently Roddy K's not with us. I thought Roddy K was with us. I know he came on for a little bit, but uh, maybe we'll try him again. Roddy K, are you with us there? Okay, guess not. Um, some other things going on, however, is what's been going on with the. Uh, I did mention, however, as I, uh, John and I talked about earlier, too, the whole thing involving Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Shane O'Mac. Maybe you could weigh in with your thoughts on this one. To me? No, our uh, caller.
3: Oh, I'm not sure. I haven't read uh, what they're planning to do. I don't know I would be interested in seeing Daniel Bryan uh do some sort of a hill turn and, and side with both uh Sami Zayn and uh and the other gentleman I forget his name but I think I think it's interesting I think it works obviously they didn't have anything for uh Sami Zayn to do on SmackDown just kind of sitting on the sidelines for the last few months so it's, it's it's good to see them, uh, you know, wanting to focus on, on Sammy and give him something to do for once.
1: Yeah, right. And I think after what happened, I think I think everyone was still in shock, and I know we all were a few weeks ago on what went down, however, as far as uh, Kevin Owens being saved by, of all people, his longtime rival, and now apparently his new buddy, however, who what? was his friend originally, however, and then the two didn't talk for a long time, and that is Sammy Zane, like you said. So Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. Definitely uh, raising, let's just say, uh, the stakes, if you will, and right now kind of uh, making things uh, very interesting, if you will, let's just say, in more ways than one. one 444 7044 caller ID 139925. This is episode number 72 of Wrestling Debate. Of course, we have our Newman uh, Suplex Machine, the uh, co-host of our radio, of course, the man who brings you the birthdays and dates every day here on Talk TalkShoot, Mr. John Gross. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry Valmo. And with us is our friend from Southeast Texas. Uh, what was your name again, sir? Todd Morris. Yes. Todd. Okay, so Todd, yes. uh, of course, uh, joining us on the line, how our, our, our somewhat of an old friend of ours, how returning to the line for the first time in quite some time, Mr. Todd Morris. So Todd, I guess oh yeah, oh yeah, you, welcome back to uh, our shows. However, uh, we were actually going to do some trivia, Todd. If you were interested, however, and have some time. Our John and I. Do this from time on. We all do this from time to time here on our show. So if uh, you feel like doing some movie trivia, we are going to play a little bit of movie trivia if you're up for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most, okay. most definitely. Uh, all right. Uh, we can do that for a little bit. Okay. Uh, you can uh, pick a movie, and then John will let you pick a movie as well. We'll go back and forth with you two guys for a couple rounds. We'll do two rounds apiece, however, of trivia uh, from both of you and see who uh, does very well in the trivia. So, Todd, we'll start with you first. Tower, what movie would you like to try your luck on tonight? Um, no, not you, John. I said Todd. You're next.
3: Oh, let's let let's let John go first, uh, just so I kind of okay, get familiar with. Okay, that's fine. Donald,
1: what with... movie would you like to start with tonight, then?
0: Hmm, I want to start with uh, Major Pain.
1: All right, Major Payne, the movie with Marlon Wayans. Let's see if we have oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's see if we have uh Major Payne. Oh, we only have one set of okay. Uh, well, apparently we have only five questions for Major Payne, so that's not much, however, but... Okay, let's see how you guys do here, I and mean, this will be for both of you guys, so... Let's see how you both do, however, in the best of five question Okay, five questions, and the best you can do is two out of five, so let's see how you both fare here. Okay, this is for both of you now, so again, we'll see who's right, who's not right, so, uh... We'll see who gets the right one and who does not get right. The first question is, gentlemen... Which finger did pain break to take the man's mind off the pain? Toe, didn't break a finger, middle finger on right hand. And John, we'll start with you. Middle finger. Okay, on right hand. Todd, uh, what do you say to that question?
3: I'm going to say the the middle finger.
1: we will say that too, okay. Let's see, we'll get the answers after this question and let me you know who got the question right. Okay, number two. How many combat killer machines did Major Payne have under his hat? 28,764, 50, 20,432, or 11,110,000? John, again, I'll go to you.
0: 11 million. Okay, hey, Todd, what about you? What's your answer? Uh, I'll go with 50. All right, you'll say 50. All right, we'll see
1: who's right at the end of this question. Okay, number three. Which of Major Payne's teeth was gold? Nail, molar, front left, front right. John we will start with you. Molar. Todd, what about you? Wait
0: a minute. What are
3: the one of the choices again?
1: Uh Nail, molar, front left, or front right?
3: I'm gonna go with the molar.
1: Alright, you say molar too, okay. Number four. How many push ups did Woogler W L I G E R do in the entire movie that has shown? 5, 57, 242, or only one? John? Uh,
0: 242.
1: All right, and Todd, what's your answer? I'm
3: going to say only one.
1: All right, we'll see who's got the answer right at the end of the question. And finally, the last question, how many stars were on the beret of the Hispanic in the beginning? Two, five, three, or 1? 5. Todd, what about you? We'll go with three. Okay, let's take a look and see who got the questions right. So here we go. And the answers are da 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 dum. Okay, I can say now none of you gentlemen scored correct on any of these questions. A big zero. The first oh question God. was the correct answer was the ring finger on the left hand. The next question was 20,432. The third question was. Front left. Number four was fifty-seven, and number five was three.
0: So there oh. you go.
1: So that was that was a tough one, guys. So okay. Yeah, that a, movie's
3: like what thirty years old now.
1: Yeah, it's only thirty years old. Yep, yeah, that, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to another round of questions, and we'll let uh, Todd try a movie one this time. All right, again, John is in this as well. So Todd, you pick the movie question and we'll see what we can do with you on your questions.
3: Okay, well, the movie that I'm going to pick may not be so well known to very many, but yes, I would like, uh, what's love got to do with it?
1: with a very good one Lawrence Fishburne and Angela Bassett very good movie oh yes oh yes great movie great movie very good movie indeed and we got three sets of questions we got uh, ten questions on what's got love to do with it the cast of what's love got to do with it or the third question of what's love got to do with it as well so there's one two or three there's two that are average and one that's kind of easy what is your preference
3: uh Let's do the three. Yes, uh, the, the three questions.
1: Three questions. Okay. All right. Let's. We'll start the question with you. Okay. However, and uh, like I said, John, you are up for this too. So here we go. Our first question is to you, Todd, and John. Again, you can answer too. Who plays the part of Tina Turner? Janet Jackson, Halle Berry, Brandy, or Angela Bassett?
3: Oh yes, Angela
0: Bassett.
1: And John, your question is. Same here. Alright. Number two. Beginning of the movie. Tina leaves the church and goes home to what situation? Her sister found out she was pregnant, her grandmother died, her mother's leaving town and not taking Tina, or her dad died.
3: Yes, her mama oh. was leaving her mama was leaving town and not taking anime.
1: Alright, and uh John, your answer to that is Agreed. Agreed, okay. Now, this is a one-word answer, guys. Where was Tina born and raised? Only one word is described here. Name it. She later sang a song titled this, too.
3: I'm going to go with uh, Nutbush, yes.
1: I think that's... All right, Nutbush you say? Okay, we'll see if that's the correct answer. And, John, your answer to that is... Nutbush. Nutbush as well, okay. Number four... How many backup singers did the movie feature when Ike hired Tina as his singer? Three, four, two, or five?
3: Wait a minute. minute. Ask that question one one more time.
1: How many backup singers did the movie feature when Ike hired Tina as his singer? Three, four,
3: two, or five? I'm going to go with three. Final answer.
1: All right. John?
0: Three.
1: Three two. Number five. How did Ike respond when Tina said she was too exhausted to perform after she had the baby? Said he would perform, he said it would cancel that night, said sorry she was a sorry MF her, or said she would have a backup girl and he would have a backup girl sing in her place. Wait a minute,
3: wait a minute. Repeat that question one more time. I'm sorry.
1: How did Ike respond when Tina said she was too exhausted to perform after she had the baby? Said he would perform. He said he would cancel that night. Said she was a sorry mf'er, or said he would have a backup girl sing.
3: Yeah, yeah, yes, I believe that she apologized to Ike for being so exhausted, and uh, yes, he called her a sorry mf. You're the sorriest mother, mother. You know what I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Good answer. And, John, let's go to you for that answer. Yeah, yeah,
0: sorry, I messed up. I've seen Okay. Remember, I missed a good show and you don't – I missed out on a good opportunity and you don't mess that up. There you go. Okay. That's <laughs> good, John. Very good. Number six. According to the movie, what did hey, Ike you going
1: to ch- say them songs the way I tell yeah, you it? being good at this. That's okay. That's according that. to the
0: movie, what did
1: Ike, Ike's current girlfriend do when she came to Ike's house and found Tina there? Shot Tina, shot herself, shot Ike, set the house on fire.
0: Oh, that was...
3: That was all crazy of the ring. She went in that room and and, and shot herself.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, let's go to you, John. What thinking. the hell am I going to do with three more kids? What am I going to do with three more kids? Yes, I remember that line. Okay. And, John, your answer to that question is? She shot herself. Shot herself as well. Okay. Okay, this one should be, you this should be sure. a given, guys. What was Tina's real name? It's two words, blank, blank, blank. What was the answer? I'll be right Anime back, guys. Okay. Yes, Anime Bullock. You okay. hear me,
3: woman? You hear me What I say Anime? Uh, anime
1: Bullock? I'm, I'm Marie Bullock, okay. And let's go to our next question, however. Number eight. According to the movie, what was Ike and Tina's first hit single? Shake a tell Feather, Full Love, Proud Mary, and Nuff Bush City Limits. Uh, I would say. Uh, oh, All right, I'm movie, here. All right, John. Well, the first see, I, I don't know. Are you just a fool. Do You know you
3: in love. What you see?
1: All right, good one. Okay, John. The question was how, and we'll go back to number seven real quick for you, real quick. Uh, Todd uh, guessed the answer. What was Tina Turner's? real name blank blank Bullock he says Anna Marie and your answer is no 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 no, no. I said Anna Mae Anna Mae Bullock oh sorry Anna Mae my mistake I spelled it wrong okay Anna Mae sorry okay and John your answer is Anna Mae Bullock. Anime Bullock get in here woman all right woman do you hear what I say woman you hear me, enemy? There you go, and John. The next question was: According to the movie, what was Ike and Tina's first hit single? Shake a Tail Feather, Full in Love, Proud Mary, or North Bush City Limits? And Todd said it was Fall in Love to him. What is your answer to this? No,
0: no. no, You're just no. I just saw
1: you just Full in love. We're turning to karaoke hour here on Wednesday night, folks. So bear with us. Here. So that's good. Okay, very good, guys. Thank you. Number nine. When Tino was asked to record a single solo, Ike was furious and angry. What was this single? Solo version of Proud, Mary, Howard, River, Deep, Mountain, High. What's Love Got to Do with a Private Dancer? Deep, Mountain, High. I remember. Yes,
3: yeah, she ran off with that white man from NBC and made the brick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Phil Spector. Sure Phil
1: Spector. Mr. Phil Spector. Yes, that is correct. Yes, mm-hmm. Phil Spector. The late uh-huh. Phil Spector. Yes, John, your answer yeah. to this mm-hmm. is? Yep. You can go with that one too, okay? And finally, number 10, guys, Tina asked the judge for one thing out of her divorce from Ike. What was this one thing? Mm-hmm, the, the, the retention mm-hmm, of the stage not. Name, full custody of the children, the house or rights to the songs? No, no,
3: no, uh, 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 no. She want to go, she can go. And the maid want to go, she can go. But the name stay home. My daddy blood on that name. The name <laughs> stay home.
1: So the attention of a stage name, he says, okay.
0: She won't well, go, let apparently her go.
1: Apparently Todd knows this movie by heart, apparently. So we're doing pretty good here. And then John will go with you. The answer is the same thing. I Well, taking. she wants
0: Well, she wants to go more study. It's got my day's <laughs> blood on it. It's yeah. got my day's blood on it. And John's coming in
1: as well. Okay. Very good, guys. All right, let's see. My blood on his name. And I can tell you both, guys. I don't even have to say anything. You guys got everything right, though. That is right. However. So There you go. You scored all 10 correctly. Well done, guys. The average is 8 out of 10. Very, very good. All yeah, right. This ain't
3: over, anime. This ain't over, anime. I'm in here. I'm yeah. in here, enemy. Look at what you're you, you know, going crack my damn windshield, anime. This
1: ain't yeah. over. All right. You know what? I'm going to try my luck with you guys on a good movie of I Know, however. Wait, how wait
2: a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Can I buy her album at CVS Pharmacy, All three? Hmm. Yes. All mm-hmm. three. Let's see here. Hold on a second here. I'm gonna see what I can do here. Hold on a second, guys. I'm trying to lose something here. I heard second.
0: Roddy K's voice.
1: Okay, Roddy K, you back with us again? Yeah, I just
0: wanted
1: to Okay, okay, I a couple. Okay, Roddy K's name. back with us. Okay, uh, Roddy K, we were just doing a little movie trivia, so uh, we're gonna go back trivia here in just a second. I'll be right back in a second. We'll uh, continue this in just a moment, guys. I'll do the plug. Okay, I'll be right back. All
0: right, I'll do it, John. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it like I... Right, one 7 2 4 Press pound one, and you can talk to us online. You yeah, hear what I say, woman? You all hear what I say? All, right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Cool,
1: cool it's cool, it's, I heard you. <laughs> all right, good, 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 one, Joe so John. Thank you very much. All <laughs> you right, Mr.
0: <laughs> Eat the cake anime. Eat
1: the cake. All right, guys. Let's see how you fare on this one. I'm going to give you guys a chance to do something good here. And I'm going to pick a good one here. Let's see if I can find the movie first. Okay. Let's do a good one here. I think you're going to like this one. We're going to do one of my favorite ones, however. It is going to be who quizzed Roger Rabbit. So this is ten questions on who framed Roger Rabbit. So everyone's going to be in on this one, however, mind you. And the best score everyone can do on this is six out of ten, so guys, good luck, Howard. We will see who knows the best out of all three of you involving Roger Rabbit. The first question is, who considered directing who framed Roger Rabbit but later decided it would be too difficult? John Landis, Joe Dante, Terry Gilliam, Don Bluth, and we'll start with Roddy K on this one first. Harvey Weinstein. No. (laughs) Yeah, after everything is going down yeah i'm sure <laughs> good good one <laughs> all right what's your choice
3: well I got to see uh, uh
1: uh john oh, I don't know. john
3: landon eight eight the white man from little house on the perry
1: uh, yeah. john John, Landis, john was also a uh, famous director of no, Michael. He was uh in uh he also directed. Oh, Michael.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also directed
1: *Coming to America* too, if I remember. *Coming to
3: America* that's the that's the movie I thought
1: she was going to Yes, with Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio. Okay, so John Landis has okay. one. Okay, let Okay. Let's, let's ask uh, uh our friend Todd. Todd, what's your answer on this one? Uh,
3: I've got to go
1: with John John Landis. Yes. Okay, and John. Uh, let's go to you next. Uh, what's your pick?
0: John
1: Landon. All right. Number two. If you guys don't know this, I'll be shocked. Jessica's speaking voice was performed by who? Amy Irving, Kim Basinger, Glenn Close, or Kathleen Turner? And Roddy, we'll start with you again. Mm-hmm. My singer. Uh, Basinger. Kim Basinger, you say okay. Uh, uh, Todd, what about you? Uh- I'm going to have to say Glenn Close.
0: All right, mm-hmm. and John, what about you? I think Kim Basinger.
1: All right, I will definitely take Kim Basinger on her advisement, and we'll get that answer at the end of the question. Number three, who of the following was not considered the role for Eddie Valiant? Jack Nicholson, Steve Martin, Robert Redford, or Bob Hoskins was the first choice after all? And uh, we'll start with uh, Roddy Kay again.
2: Was not
0: considered? Yes. Who was
1: not considered? Robert Redford. Robert Redford, you say. Okay.
0: Uh, Todd, what about you? Todd, you there? yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got to go with
0: the last choice on that.
1: All right. Bob Hoskins, you say. And, John, what about you? Same. All right. Number four. At the beginning of the movie, Roger and Baby Herman were working on a cartoon. And you remember its title. Something is cooking, merry go round, broke down, rock a ball, boom baby, or nothing but troubles, however. And uh, Roddy K, we'll start with you again.
2: So, uh, what do you say, rock a baby?
1: Yeah, it says rock a boom baby, I should say, excuse me. Rock a boom baby. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And uh, Todd, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with Mary Had a little late, named <laughs> Bob. All right. Well, it's not one of the choices, but you gotta choose either one of those four. Something's cooking, Merry Go Round broke down, rock a boom baby, uh nothing but troubles. Yes,
3: Merry Go Round and Ryan and around and ride. Around and around. Alright,
1: Merry Go Round broke down. John, what about you? Same. Okay. Uh number five. What was Eddie's brother's name? Freddie, Benny, Bobby, or Teddy. And uh, uh. I'll start with uh like I said Roddy K again. Benny. Benny, you say okay. Roddy K. What about you? Mm-hmm. Todd. Yeah, yeah that one. Oh. I said Benny. I think that was one of the choices. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah. I I got yours, Roddy K. I'm I'm getting Todd's answer. Go ahead. I got yes,
3: it. I'm gonna go with uh uh with
1: uh what was the name again? That was Freddy? I heard. Freddie. 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 Yes, I'm going yes, with so Freddie. Freddy. Okay. And John, what about you?
0: Freddy.
1: Okay, Okay, we both think... Okay. Number six. Roger says his only purpose in life is to what? Live as good as a peaceful rabbit, to entertain children, to make people laugh, or to be like Goofy? Goofy. All right, one says Goofy. Roddy K. says, uh, 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 Todd, what about you?
3: I say Goofy.
1: Mm, And, John, what about you? Goofy. Goofy, Okay. All right, and let's go to number seven. In the Ink and Paint Club, there were only two piano players who never conclude their duet. Who are they? Tom and Jerry, Daffy and Bugs, Daffy and Donald Duck, or Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam? Daffy and Bugs. All right, we have one for Daffy and Bugs. What about our next colleague, uh, our friend uh, Todd? Todd, what do you got? I'm going with Daffy and Donald. All right. Especially Donald. Mm -hmm. All right. And John, what about
0: you? Staffy and Donald, and I don't and I don't mean the Donald, the Donald, uh, yeah. Yeah, Donald I Duff. know what you're
1: thinking. I know what you're thinking of Yep. Okay. Number eight. Which of the following characters does not appear when Eddie is in Toontown? Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, Goofy, or Tweety? Mickey Mouse. All right. One says Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. John.
0: Mickey.
1: Okay. Number nine. Uh, Which of the following is not a dip ingredient? Turpentine, kerosene, benzene, acetone.
2: Oh, turpentine. They got to leave that one out because that's the good stuff right there. Papa told me.
1: Okay. Uh, Todd, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with the acid. Mm -hmm. Okay. It just sounds
0: bad. The acid.
1: All right. And finally, number 10, Roger's uncle... Started in one of the following movies, which one was it? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Bambi, Alice in Wonderland, or Wind in the Willows? Oh, uh, what do you say, Willows? Wind in the Willows, Alice in Wonderland, Bambi, or Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Roger's uncle started in which of the following movies?
2: I t- I take the Willows there.
1: All right, one has Willows. Yeah, uh, I got to go with the Willows too. That it
0: sound bad. Okay, and John. The
1: willows. All right, let's take a look.
0: Got, be, all right, guys, I, I've got I've got a jet because I'm uh, gonna get ready to. All
1: right, to ahead, do rep-
0: go,
1: I, all right. Well, real quick, let's just get these over with quickly, okay? First off, however, mind you, however, uh, the first question was you guys all said John Landis, correct?
3: Yes, yes, You yes, are yes. incorrect.
1: It was Terry Gilliam. Oh. Terry Gilliam rejected directing Who Framed Roger Rabbit because it seemed too difficult. He directed Brazil Time Bandits and wrote Feather and Loathing in Las Vegas, however, but he was the only American Monty Python member. Number two, I knew this one. I'm sorry, you guys did not know this one. It was Kathleen Turner. Amy Irving was the one. Why don't you do it right in the song? But Kathleen Turner had the voice of Jessica. Number three, someone said, however, Bob, two of you guys had said Bob Hoskins. You were close on it, but it was Jack Nicholson and Robert Redford considered for the role, but it was actually Steve Martin, believe it or not, for that role. Number four, it was Something is Cooking, the cartoon was, that Baby Herman and Roger worked on. Number five, however, you were incorrect on the Eddie's brother's name, it was Teddy. Number six, To Make People Laugh. Number seven, Daffy and Donald Duck, so whoever said that, that was correct. Number eight was Goofy. Mickey and Bugs were coming out of the... When Eddie fell out of the building with the, the, building with the spare tire, that's when he gave him the tire. I'm sorry you guys didn't know that one. Number nine, it was kerosene, not turpentine, believe it or not. And number ten, surprisingly, however, was Bambi. So there you go, guys. So we got one
3: out of ten. That's a damn thing.
1: You tried. Okay. We tried. I agree. All right. But... I- uh, well, John, I know you got to get going and get ready to start setting up for uh, birthdays and dates on Revolution.
0: i got to get going, online. set up for birthdays and dates, set up for my SmackDown, yes. review, Roddy K, Roddy K and Todd. Yes. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, my friends.
3: Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. For, all right. for, uh, See you all,
1: all right. later. All right, John. See you in a bit. And on that note, well, John checks us out for the evening, let's give you a quick uh, quick plug here. one 724 444 Seventy forty four however caller ID one three nine nine two five pound for Wednesday, October 18, twenty seventeen. We have with us, of course, we do want to thank the human suplex machine John Gross for coming on the line. I know his boys are playing right now. The Wizards are playing the Sixers tonight. 8474 is that score right now, late in the third quarter of the NBA tonight. However, of course, everyone knows what happened last night and what was a very interesting night in Cleveland. If you did not see it, we did talk about it a little bit earlier tonight on Outside the Ropes. Uh, the unfortunate injury and, uh, let's just say, heartbreak that happened as Gordon Hayward is done for the rest of the season after breaking his leg last night. That looked brutal. That oh, wild boy. brutal. The only lot boy. He, yeah, I watched the replay. The, like the only lot boy in the
2: NBA broke his leg.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's done for the year, apparently. he has, He's having surgery. I think he was supposed to have surgery today or he's supposed to in the next couple of days. But Oh, hell, he did a psychoseous. Yeah, he did. When he yeah, went up, yeah, yeah. When he the went up, for the, I saw it. Yeah, when he went up for the rebound, he came down, and yeah, it was like you said, Psycho Sid, heller and uh, sort of like the guy from Louisville a few years ago, that Kevin Ware guy. And I'll tell you what, it just it was it made me it made me cringe. I watched it like three times on the replay this morning, and I'll tell you what, it was just brutal to watch. But we definitely want to send get well wishes to him as he is recovering from this injury. And like we said, he will be out, it looks like, the rest of the year, however, for the uh, Boston Tucks. One night in, not even five minutes on the floor, however, but uh, we're definitely sending get well wishes to him as well. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll be talking more about last night's SmackDown. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, Gerard T. Smith and I will be handling the news for you. We will also be talking about birthdays and dates, as John said. That should be very interesting. Also tonight, we'll talk more about TLC in the aftermath of last night's SmackDown. So, Roddy Kay and uh, Todd, if you do want to call in. They
2: uh, got to match that boy up up there in Cleveland. Uh, Get him on that hard stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you guys want to call in, uh, the call ID is 138055-POUND. But uh, speaking of the Cavs game, of course, just one last little bit of note. Of course, the Cavs won that game last night as LeBron had a big night. And after the game, let's just say, Didn't uh, have uh, too much to say to his former teammate, and let's just say one time... uh, Uh, Hold up now. Kyrie Irving. Yes. I haven't been to all your shows. i got a question. What happened to Braun Strowman, and where's his rematch? Uh, You know, that's a good question. Uh, Braun, uh, I think, however, is uh, in the Miz's team, and he will be teaming up with the Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus and uh, Kane this, Monday, uh, this Sunday at TLC. Uh, uh, I know, talking about uh, also what happened in No Mercy, I'm sure you guys heard what happened at No Mercy a couple weeks back. Uh, Cesaro chipped his two front teeth, apparently, in the match against Seth and Kane. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure everyone saw the video of that. He now has a mouth guard wearing it, but uh, they said they had to take out the teeth that he injured, reattach them, or just re- redo all, uh, fix them up, Howard, and make them straight again. But, uh, yeah, I don't know when he's going to have a match. It was, it was pretty wild. Wow, well, a well is, it, is it
2: the rematch? Does it the rematch clause only apply if you lost the title?
1: Yes, and like I said, I'm surprised uh, there has not been a rematch yet, but I did mention, however, and uh, I did mention it earlier, Roddy, uh, earlier, and I know Todd heard me say this along with John, there is talk, and I don't know if you didn't hear it earlier because I know you were busy at the time, but right now there has been a challenge issued to Brock Lesnar from Jinder Mahal coming up for the Survivor Series in three weeks. Apparently, Jinder last night issued a challenge, however, to yeah, uh, Mr. Lesnar. They're just trying
2: just, to get those. They're just trying to get those. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I guess you say Indian fans for the ratings. Yeah. they're marking out to the Indians. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, get like over a billion people over there. Oh know?
1: yeah, and and they're also doing a tour of India in early December, and already they're talking about how one of the people that will be facing Jinder, obviously, however, mind you, however. Is going to be, however, mind you, involving, however, uh, is Jinder Mahal and also Kevin Owens. Um, Also, we understand, however, according to reports, however, uh, we understand, however, that there is a flu bug going around, however, in the WWE locker room. We understand, however, that uh, right now uh, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dowse, and JoJo have uh, caught some sort of bug. And right now, as far as uh, Bray's status for Sunday going up against uh, Finn Balor, it is up in the air right now. It is very much up Could you in the air.
2: imagine if a match between Lesnar and Junior, the modern day Maharaja was yes, held sir. in India? Oh, my God. Oh,
1: yeah. Now, it, oh, my yeah, God. You, yeah. You, oh, he my was, God, boot, God. He would be booed out of the building. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? That's not going to be the case here. It's
2: the, be... the, the money. Woo.
1: Yeah, but I think I think gender's over his head. I think gender lately, since he's been champion, has gone way over uh, out of bounds. I balance.
2: actually like his style, though. I I, I really do. I mean, doing okay. To I, mean, I,
1: I, he's all- I mean, I he's an. I mean, I I will admit his style's good. I'll I'll give you that. His style isn't bad. But I think how uh, he's going to be in for a little bit of a surprise. However, in Houston in a couple weeks, how uh, when Brock takes him to P- takes him down to Suplex City and From I think the Sing brothers, well, the Singh brothers are going to. Well, take Well, who him, asked for the down.
2: release earlier? The woman was it Tamia. Uh,
1: Oh, Nia, Nia Jacks. There was talk about what? her. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, or not a couple weeks ago. Excuse me, Nia Jacks. Of course, uh, believe it or not, earlier this week announced for her release. however, after what's been going on? But right now, she's taking some time off. They're giving her some time off, much needed time. However, what's, mind you, what's been going on? Well, I like right, her big old woman. No, she, yeah, she she was a little upset. What's been going on? How and she kind of uh, I was, take her to Space Mountain. Yeah, she's she's been a little unhappy with what's been going on lately, and she kind of... uh... Felt like She said some things, however, I guess she told management that there was some stuff going on that she was unhappy about. I know one other thing they were talking about, obviously, however, too. They said something, however, that apparently, and I did mention it to uh, Todd, I don't know if you heard this, Roddy, that uh, earlier this week, however, after what happened, following TLC, however, or not TLC, uh, No Mercy, however, like a week ago, Monday, the day after No Mercy, however, Neville asked for his release, and he got it yesterday. So he's gone. He what the is hell gone. is going on? Just Everybody's quitting because of the damn flu? I mean, come on. But it's not because of the flu. Paid, uh, you're paid. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the story you're on TV. Yeah.
2: And you're I'll, paid. I'll give you the story
1: real quick with Neville before he call because we're going to be going over time here by a couple of minutes before we get Revolution set up. Um, the reason why Neville quit, apparently he was upset with the whole cruiserweight division the way it's been handled. He felt that he should have been given a match against Enzo Howard, in the Lumberjack match last Monday, not this past Monday, but a week ago Monday. And then when they told him how he was not going to be in the match and that Kalisa was going to win the title, he was really upset about it. He he totally was absolutely beyond PO, to say the least, however. And he told WWE management what he thought of him. And then he says, I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to be here for the show. You can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to stay. And he got real upset about it. And then I guess over the last week, him and WWE have been uh, trading back... uh, barbs with each other, Howard, and then finally, I guess, maybe it was on this past Monday in Portland right before the show, I guess uh, Neville just flat out said, if you want to give me my pink slip still, Howard, I'm willing to accept it if you're going to be... I know, I know you're think. in
2: a hurry you get to start another call, but come on. Yeah. These, these kids today, they're a bunch of whiners. Remember the old days, man. They, did, mm-hmm. they oh. enjoyed, they appreciated being on TV. They got the pick oh, yeah. rolling
1: I, in. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and Todd and I and uh, John said this earlier tonight, too. You're 100% right. But like I said, I just think how the way things went down, How I agree with you. It's just unfortunate it had to come to that. But like I said, if you guys want to talk about more and come on to a revolution, we'll be getting that started here in about 10 minutes or so. And the call ID right is 138055 pounds, same number. Uh, so we'd love to hear from both of you guys. If you guys have any time tonight, we'd like to hear from you, too, if you uh, feel like squeezing in tonight. And Roddy has just left us. Uh, Todd, if you feel like coming in, uh, Chad will be there, myself, John, and the rest of the panel. So if you uh, feel like uh, giving us a call, I'd be like to hear from you as well on that as well.
0: Todd, are you there? Okay, I guess Todd is gone as well. Well,
1: on that note, folks, uh, we do want to say thank you for listening in tonight. It's been a very interesting show. I do want to thank my panelists tonight. It was a great show. We had a lot of fun. I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, Roddy Roddy K, the, the rowdy one himself. Uh, Todd, our good friend, of course, from Southeast Texas, returning to the line for the first time in a while. We want to thank you for calling in as well. But most of all, we want to thank you, the fans, for listening to us today because we always do a great job for you every Wednesday night here at the debate table. We always have fun, whether it be some good discussions that are serious, some that are worth laughing about, some are serious, some are not. But most of all, we want to thank you, the public. So, folks, again, we will be back in the same time next week, hopefully the King NWO and the Black Widow herself. But we also hope to hear from them tonight here on Revolution, which will begin and start here in just a few seconds. Of course, Mr. W. C. Chad Hinshot is coming in right now to the captain's chair, so I'm going to let him take over the chair now. We will talk to you soon. We'll have more news and highlights, of course, from last night's SmackDown and TLC talk tonight, plus some other goodies, however, as well. And, of course, John Gross will have your birthday send dates as well. So, for now, ladies and gentlemen, for the human suplex machine, for the rowdy one, and, of course, for Todd, this is the Iceman. Jerry D. saying so long from ringside. And, again, we will talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone, and God bless. Good night, everyone.
3: plus.